What's up, everybody? This is Judith A. Kofi listening to Mad Love. Welcome to your Monday. Trying to ease into this thing. Um, yeah. What I heard so much over the weekend that I was like, ooh, I got a podcast about that. Um, I'm not going to hit all of it, but... Um, so yesterday, I found out... I'm not going to put the school on blast, but... It's not Howard, but there's a historically black college that is fielding a baseball team and they can't afford uniforms. They have people on the team that can't play because they're not good enough and they couldn't dress if they wanted to because they don't have enough uniforms. And this is a popular school. This is this is a school people have heard of and talk about and have some famous alums. So it's like what are we doing out here? What? What? You know, why do you even have a team if you can't even afford to put uniforms on them or travel? If you can't pay for anything, it means the team needs to go away. Which I hate to say that, but it means you don't have a popular sport. And if it's across all of your sports, then you have a problem. You know? I know D3 schools that fundraise better than that. I know D3 schools that have that have teams. These players aren't getting scholarships, but they have a uniform and they compete and they travel. I mean, I don't know why you would play athletics and not be on scholarship, you know, but they have D3 sports. And so I just, I don't understand. I really don't get it. And it's embarrassing, and it's like, you don't have enough money for uniforms. Do you have bats and balls? Apparently, the boys couldn't carry their own, so they didn't have uh, bags, you know, athletic bags. So if you didn't bring one from home, you didn't have a bag for your gear. There's something wrong with that. Either you're not fundraising right, or... And I will say this. I think historically black colleges do... Uh, not a great job when it comes to fundraising from alums. You know what I mean? Like, it took me a while to start donating to Howard, so I'm not coming off like I'm, like, you know. Uh, it took me a long time. But once I started, I've sort of kept a schedule, and I'm committed to it because I believe in Howard, and I believe what Howard gave me. But also, side note, Y'all, these young kids, y'all not ready for the HBCU experience. You think you are because you come up with all these, you know, little catchphrases and PWI and HBCU and all that. But that lets me know you you really not ready because we didn't love Howard because it was convenient and luxurious and, and catering to us. It was the opposite of that. You know, we uh, lived in the hood our dorms were exposed to uh, the neighborhood issues as as much as anybody else. It was crime-filled. Um, you know, you could get robbed at any moment. You could get shot at at any moment. We were in D.C. when D.C. was D.C. It was crackheads, hookers, homeless people everywhere. It was not safe. But I didn't fall in love with it because it was dangerous, you know. Uh, or because it wasn't not dangerous. I fell in love with it because of the people, the experience, the education, and who I had to become to survive Howard. Okay? I was a 
uh, middle class, working class, but middle class suburban kid who got to the city and had to learn. So these little soft kids, you used to people handing things to you. And I'm not saying gym bags and uniforms are luxuries, but um, if you're going to be playing sports, you got, you know, be able to provide for the team or get rid of the team, period. It's embarrassing. Fundraise, get some of these celebrities that both haven't gone to your school and make some money off of them. Get them to donate. It's ridiculous. Um, but, uh, yeah, I Howard was tough. It was tough. And I think some of these kids are too soft for that kind of experience. I don't think a lot of kids who, who fantasize and fetishize fetish eyes Howard would make it because I went back there not quite 10 years ago but certainly many years after I had graduated and the buildings still look the same that's why they're out here protesting mold um all kinds of stuff our schools get neglected and sometimes you you scared because the person the people in charge might be stealing the money you know there are more there's more than one black college administrator who's gone to jail or been punished for you know where'd the money go um so yeah it's not for the faint of heart that's for sure and if you're interested in a luxury experience or at least an experience where you know you don't have to feel like you're in an episode of survivor you may not be wired for historically black college you know it's tough it was hard and like I said, I tell these kids all the time, like, I didn't go to Howard and stay at Howard and graduate from Howard because it was uh, easy. It was hard. It was a lot of people who started in my freshman year that did not make it. Um, the professors weren't particularly easy on you. Nobody was easy. Everything was hard. It was And Howard even has a housing lottery. I don't know if they still have it, but... And you were going to lose at some point. The older you got, the closer you got to losing the housing lottery, which means not only did I have to figure out how to go to school, I had to figure out where I was going to live and pay for it. You know, come on, man. But uh, that's an aside. Some of y'all are too soft for HBCUs and come up with these little goofy PWI. Just go somewhere where you get a good education, where you feel comfortable, because it's too expensive to joke around. You know? It's too expensive these days to to play games with it. Go where you'll get a good education and it'll put you on the path to where you want to be in life, period. If not, don't waste your time or your money and stop coming up with these catchphrases. Some of y'all are an impressive generation are impressive in this younger generation, no doubt. But some of y'all are goofy. Just like every every group has the smarties and the goofs. And some of y'all think you're smart, but you're really goofy. But the shit is too expensive to be playing around. As you can see what kind of parent I would be. <laughs> I am not about to joke with my cash. You you get saddled with $100,000 worth of debt. You need to come out having had something concrete to build on. You know? And it ain't a psychology degree. But anyway, that is embarrassing. And I hope the school rectifies that situation or gets rid of the team. Howard doesn't even have a baseball team. Ugh, that was sad. Yeah, Black Lives Matter, right? Come on. Does it? Do they? Do they really matter? And the better question to me is, do they matter to us? Do Black Lives Matter to Black people? It's a fair question because I see over and over again. Sometimes they don't. Moving on from that. 
I'm sick of catchphrases. So moving on from that. The other thing that weirded me out this weekend is a friend of mine sent me a TikTok of a woman basically calling women to the carpet, not women, girls, uh, girls to the carpet who keep endangering the lives of their brothers, boyfriends, cousins, whoever the shooter is that they know. Because some girls in the community, they want to talk a lot of shit and, and, and jerk their necks and let you know what they know. And they're going to call their cousin and the, the shooter, whoever they know that's the shooter. And they're really endangering young black men's lives. And I happen to know that there is a large amount of truth to that. I don't know if I agree with her percentages. I don't know. She says 75% of these shootings are caused uh by a girl calling a boy to come fix a situation. I don't know if that number is correct, but it does happen a lot. Um, And I've seen, I'm so sick of watching girls antagonize grown-ass men who carry guns, and I'm not blaming the victim, but don't antagonize a grown man with a gun because uh, you don't have any uh, emotional maturity or you're not aware enough to know that people are on the edge and will shoot and kill you this is not a video game you should not want to die at 19 because you couldn't shut up that's stupid you should be afraid this whole idea that you can just say whatever you want you're not nini this is not real housewives in the real world when a man is screaming at you and he's telling you he has a gun or you know he has a gun and he's angry I'm not sure why you need to have him pull the gun out and shoot you in the face to realize that it's a dangerous situation. But don't do that. Some of y'all are out here antagonizing people and wonder why you get shot at or shot up or why your boyfriend's dead or why your brother got shot in the head or why any number of things have happened. Stop antagonizing each other. Be a grown-up. And I know it's hard because you probably don't see, if you act like that, you probably don't see a lot of grown-ups. <laughs> but I'm telling you, it is not worth dying over. You want to make it to your 40s and 50s and 60s and 70s. You want to get old and be healthy and happy and look at your kids and grandkids and be proud of them. That's what you want to do, especially because you keep insisting on having them. Some of y'all decide you want to have kids at 16. That's why you have to take the job at McDonald's or the gas mart or whatever. But that doesn't mean you get to be unpleasant. Come on. I just don't understand it. I've seen girls uh, having fights and they call their cousin over because he's a shooter. And now that cousin is in prison. I've seen uh, people popping off in the in at these customer service folks. We... We see it all the time here in St. Louis. People are getting shot doing regular mundane things. And you'd be surprised how many people were just antagonized. Now, that's not to say that people on the shooting side aren't wrong, because they are. That's not how you react to something. You know, you also have to be a grown-up. But I definitely ain't going to antagonize you if I know you got a gun. Because these people are unhinged. And this is not a reality show. And unfortunately, I think there's just a large number of people walking around thinking they are Phaedra or Kenya or Nini or somebody off of Love and Hip Hop. You just can't talk crazy to people. And you shouldn't want to. You should want to live your life by a higher standard than that. Reality TV is like cancer. And it has spread through our young people, through black 
the black community and our young people like cancer. And don't believe me? Somebody told me they were talking to a young person, a little girl, like a third grade class. And they asked the kids to raise their hands and tell them what they wanted to be. And literally one girl said a stripper and another little girl said she wanted to be a a real housewife. This is at critical levels. And and this is why when people start talking about racism and how and how it's hard. Yeah, it is hard. All of that does exist. But guess what? This part exists too. fix it. Fix it.